When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right, just back from the great state of Indiana. He is live and in the studio. He is the host of The Organic Gardener, Doug Oster, DougOster.com. The 10th caller right now, 412-922-1020, wins a $25 gift certificate to Sorgles out in Wexford. Now, if you want to talk to Doug right now on the air about all of your gardening issues we can do it but you need to dial early and often because the phones will be busy because it's his time of year 866-391-1020 866-391-1020 good morning doug the great city of indiana that's right oh i thought you went to the state no okay. no i didn't didn't drive to indiana yesterday i drove to indiana yesterday oh that's good good for you so we had fun at the uh, indiana garden club may mart it was a lot of fun i saw my Old friend Karen Eller from a place called Plant It Earth Nursery, um, which is out in Homer City, across a couple rivers. She has turned me on to some of my favorite plants. Well, speaking of sorghums, it's just two weeks away. The 20th annual Plant Swap and Garden Hullabaloo (laughs) at Sorghums Garden Center in Wexford. Sunday, June 4th, 1 o'clock. I can't believe I've been doing it for 20 years. You don't even have to have plants to swap. There'll be lots of plants left over, but uh, we have so much fun. And, of course, I'm giving away two of my favorite tomato plants, the Limbaugh Legacy Potato Top Tomatoes and the 3945 Tomato Plants. Limbaugh Legacy, I've been giving that thing away since 2000. It's it's the last tomato you'll pick, but it is a tasty one. Um, you know, when I was in Indiana yesterday— uh, one of the people in the audience, she said, uh, my son turned me on to these potato top tomatoes and they're amazing. Uh, and then 3945 was the one that was found uh, by a Pittsburgher on the, the battlefield of World War II. And the idea on both these tomatoes, and you'll get instructions, is to plant them and then save the seeds and send me some seeds back and we can perpetuate these varieties. Now, you won't believe this, folks. I've been working with this guy over here since 2005, and he's just been sandbagging it on his garden stuff. <laughs> so I got—I was speaking in Beaver, uh, actually Manaka, right? Manaka. Manaka. Speaking in Manaka. Not to be confused with Indiana, Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, I told Rob last week, "Hey, Monday, I'm going to be in Manaka," and uh, he said, "Oh, stop by. You won't believe this garden." Uh, three incredible lilac plants. I mean, like unique lilac plants, uh, a different color than you're used to seeing. A huge Korean spice bush. I mean, 20 feet tall. Uh, Kusa dogwood, uh, blooming rhododendron, uh, dianthus. Uh, what else? Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, di- yeah, dianthus, hostas. 
Oh, it's just unbelievable. Um, what was in the back too? I was I was going crazy. Oh, the big giant magnolia. Just a beautiful garden, and uh, we had a fun day, didn't we, Rob? Yes, but now we got to set the record straight. I've been in this house for 10 years, and it was once owned by a worker at my friend Gary Sircone's Crystal Garden and Landscape, which he has since sold out and is retired. But the guy was an expert, and obviously Gary and him had a lot to do with the landscape there. And when I lived in Rochester, Gary's company, actually, we did business, and they landscaped my house there. So all of the things that are there, I cannot take credit for. And my incredible landlord, obviously, I've been living there well, because of that great family for the last 10 years. So I manicure it, but not good enough. And obviously, the fence has seen better days, but it is a... <laughs> the fence has seen better days. Well, you know, it's kind of like that. Remember Sandlot, you know, the dog, the <laughs> yeah. dog on the other side of the fence. But I, I love my little living space, and there's a lot of those uh, pollinators back there buzzing around and the birds. Oh, and, that was the thing about the lilacs. That's the thing right. that, that uh, Rob really liked. He's like, what is this? Uh, that's a butterfly. What is that? It is a bumblebee. I know. It was like a kid going <laughs> to the park for the first time. But it was an honor to have you there. And one thing I realized... You have a lot of fans. That thing blew up and went viral real quick. And what did I leave with? Uh, How about a fresca? Yes. (laughs) A fresca. I tried to give him a Miller Lite, but he said, come on, I got to have an IPA. Yeah, yeah. When that Miller Lite came out of the fridge, I'm like, put that thing right back, brother. But I did give you a gallon of Brunton's Dairy Milk, which you can pick up up at Janoski's. So I did give you that. And uh, it was great seeing you. And you know what's amazing? This guy's a professional in many ways, but a photographer is what he started as many years ago in Youngstown. What you did with that little phone... (laughs) <laughs> it was incredible. I mean, some of the pictures were just flat out amazing. So you do have a gift. Oh, nothing to it. You know, you just look at the thing and you shoot a picture nowadays. You got a phone well, well, sitting in your pocket. But, but but look, as you know, there's a reason why I'm OCD because you were in my house and you, you see, you can see your reflection in the kitchen floor. I know I've got an issue, but that's you could eat off that kitchen floor. Well, but the outside, I'm not. So I've, I, I'm just not. I thought it looked pretty good. But What I love about you, you're real. You overlook weeds and some plants that have died off and what have you. You look at the big picture. You need a little help help on one of those rose plants. I I know, but I don't know how to do that. So hopefully I'll get somebody to help. You don't know how to do it? You've been listening to me since 2005. You don't know how to do it? I don't know how to do it, but uh, I'm learning slowly but surely. And I learned about all these different things that I was so fortunate to have in my backyard that I never knew existed. Uh, Yeah, it was really cool, you know, really beautiful and uh Oh, just the fragrance of those lilacs, uh, the size of the magnolia, the size of the Korean spice bush, the size of the Kusa dogwood. That was, you know, for a city lot, that's a lot of stuff to be packed in there. Well, and I got I got the, the room with the view, too, being on the Ohio River. It's That wonderful. was amazing, too, being able to look right over at the river. And that river is such an incredible place. You know, we've got Beaver County Boom coming up the end of June, Zambelli Fireworks. People come from all over. But it's a wonderful watering hole for people who love to fish, too, and boat. Did you say watering hole? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's what the Miller Lite was for, but you didn't take that bait. I had the... uh... I had the Brunton's, Brunton's Dairy. But uh, but in a the, glass bottle. Come on, Doug. That, it doesn't get... I actually. What the, the heck is with a fresca? That's the smallest can I've ever seen in my life. Well, I use that as a mixer, a chaser <laughs> late at night after a long night on the radio. But, you know, fresca been around since 68. When I was a kid growing up... I think 66. Okay. When I was growing up, if someone had Tab or Fresca, that was a big deal, man. So I just kind of rekindled some of I love memories. I love Fresca, but I never could get 
used to the tab. My dad you know, started drinking tab to try and lose weight. Ugh. As he ate a hoagie with it. Yeah. I remember those days. Uh, no, as he ate uh, uh, fried chicken. And, oh, <laughs> you know. good food. Yeah. But anyway, you, you did really, those lilacs are absolutely too. The, the Amazing. I, one of my neighbors saw your video, so I had people starting to say, can I come over and clip <laughs> some of them? Some people actually have come over and clipped some, and I said, take whatever you want. I told Rob, I said, oh, you should, you should, I cut these and put them in a vase, and he said, I don't know how to do any of that. <laughs> well, you know, Miley Cyrus, her big song is, I can send myself some flowers, so maybe I can follow Miley, Miley's advice and send myself some flowers. All right, it's going to be all calls today, uh, so I would love to hear from you. Let's talk about the garden. Uh, my latest video, I just posted it today on DougOster.com, is all about what to do. <laughs> With those plants that took a beating in the winter in December, it's been the number one question. I've got three different plants in three different stages of disrepair, uh, and I'm showing how to bring each one back. And so uh, you can either go to my YouTube channel or go to DougOster.com to see that. And lots of other stuff in that video, too. Uh, a bunch of, you know, as we're work walking our way through the garden, I have a bunch of deer-resistant, tough Pretty shrubs that I show off. Also did a, a, a little segment on plants that self-sow. So they just throw seeds and perpetuate themselves that way. It makes gardening easier. Anything that I do in the garden has got to be low maintenance. And then our friend Rob Crueljack from the Davy Tree Expert Company uh, shows us how to do pruning. I had a crab apple that was in the way. And boy, in... Four minutes. He basically had that thing done. So give us a call, 866-391-1020. We will talk gardening, gardening, gardening today. Right after the break, so get on the line and give us a call. Doug Oster, DougOster.com, the organic gardener on KDKA. You know, one thing, Doug and I were talking about uh, Janoski's Brunton's Milk and Wexford, of course, Sorgles, where he'll be later today. These nurseries are I'm all... not going to be there today. That's, That's in two weeks. June, June 4th. These nurseries are booming. Oh, yeah. Crowded. I always go during the week because, uh, you know, I, I want to avoid the crowds. But even during the week, this gardening uh, surge from COVID has continued, which is great news. I love to see young people at the garden center and planting. It, it's it's great therapy. Trust me. Good stuff. Okay, we got some busy phones. Let's get to work on the organic gardener. Up first, it is Tom in the North Hills. You're on KDK with Doug Oster. Hey, Tom. Good morning. How are you? Good. Uh, I had a question. Um, other than, let's say, aesthetics, <clears throat> what's a reason for removing dead wood from a bush? Uh, it's it's That's an entry point for disease and pests. Uh, okay. And so we want to always remove dead wood when we can. Um it just keeps the plant healthier. Uh, that's basically, that's the only reason we, we we do it. You know, and if it was a tough shrub and you didn't care and it was out in the middle of somewhere else, you, you wouldn't really have to. But it looks better and it will keep the shrub healthier. That's basically it. Okay, thank you. Thank you. All right, up next after Tom, we say hi to Rick Allison Park. You're on the air with Doug Oster on KDK. Hi, Rick. Good morning. Uh Wanted to start a new peony bed, and in the meantime, I've got heavy clay, and I need to know what I need to do in order to improve the soil yeah. so that they'll be happy. Right, you know. Because I know if they get, if they don't have good drainage, they can rot. 
Yeah, definitely. And, you know, peonies are uh, something that are going to be there for 100 years. And so in that case, yeah, we want to dig as much compost as you possibly can into that bed. And so that it would be, you know, depending on how much clay you've got there. But, I mean, you'd brought more compost than clay. And, um, you know, in our area, you know, around Allegheny County, there's places where they give compost away in your municipality. In Ross Township, they have it. In McCandless, they have it. And they dump a big pile of compost there. That's one way to get it. And that stuff is fine, you know. Uh, but, you know, you can get it by the, the truckload. You can get it delivered. You can pick it up, uh, you know, at a nursery. But improving that soil is going to make all the difference in the world for the life of those peonies. And that sounds exciting, though, to start a a peony bed because all these, you know, what are you going to put in there? Do you know? Do you have ideas on what uh, uh, varieties or any of that sort of thing? Yeah, because I've already got estate hybrids that are whatever, old-fashioned ones that came from my great aunt's house. Wow. And so at this point, I want to do a new bed with Ito hybrids. Oh, man, that is going to be stunning. Uh, so how big is the bed going to be? Uh, well, I'm thinking I'm going to make it about 12-foot circle, one in the center, and then seven or maybe eight around the perimeter. You know, it would be pretty inexpensive for you to, to get a few yards of compost dumped onto that spot or get the compost to that spot, and then you're going to be you're going to be good to go. Don't skimp on the soil. This is going to be an amazing project. So yeah. so we always say you spend $20 on the planting hole for a $5 plant. So that's going to be the key to having this great peony bed. And keep us in touch here. Uh, I want to hear how this turns out. Next spring, call me back and or send me a picture. I want to see this. Well, it's it's been a struggle finding the plants. I bet. You know, with, with, with nobody, yeah, nobody yeah. has any. Right. I, I, I mean, I got a Barzella at Sorgles. I got a what is it, Julia Rose or whatever mm-hmm. at at Quality Gardens. I got a Cora Louise at Sewickley Creek. I mean, I've I've had to go all over to try to find these plants. That's supposed to be the fun part. What are you talking about? The the journey is half the fun, okay? Well, there are still a couple that I want that I haven't found yet. And I don't want to be doing mail order because I can't afford to wait three years for them to bloom. I'm going to be 74 next month. Keep- I want to be alive when they're <laughs> blooming. <laughs> Makes sense to me. <laughs> Great call. <laughs> All right. Thanks for the call. Got about a minute before the break. I want to be alive when my stuff's blooming, too. <laughs> Which, by the way, it blooms next month. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I just I want to talk about this uh, real quick. One thing that happened, I talked about it uh, last fall and winter that I was I had all these daffodil bulbs left over. Mm-hmm. And I, I put them in the ground. At the last planting was actually in March when they're supposed to be blooming. They're supposed to get this cold treatment. They're still blooming right now. So daffodil season was over three weeks ago, 
but I still have daffodils, so we're cutting daffodils still. So this is my idea for next year, to hold some back and see if I can do the same thing to extend the daffodil season. All right, we want to extend some more callers through the next two segments. So if you want to jump on one of these available lines, now would be a good time to do that. 866-391-1020, 866-391-1020. Doug Oster, DougOster.com, the organic gardener, your Pratt Pack for a Sunday. Coming up next hour, Frank Dentisi and I talking healthy foods and then at 9 o'clock, Murdy Electric in the spotlight with Nanco and Total Talk. Bear, your money, and you. And then we look back at the incredible life of Jim Brown. We talk pirate baseball, Steelers, and the PGA Championship and more on the Coons Market Black and Gold Sunday show from 11 a.m. until 1 p.m. All today on KDKA. All right, as promised, going to tell you about those incredible jarred products from the Farm Fresh Fields at Janoski's in just a little bit. But right now, if you're the 10th caller, you're going to win yourself a $25 gift certificate from Janoski's. That number is 412-922-1020. Also, a great time to get your gardening questions answered with Doug because we've got lines available, 866-391-1020. So I guess it's almost go time or is it go time? Well, I guess it depends on who you ask. You know, I actually saw a tweet from the National Weather Service today that in the 1992 in Dubois, it went to 32 degrees. Um, on June 1st, 1966, in Dubois, it went to 32 degrees. I don't have my tomatoes or peppers in yet because of, of you know, like a day like yesterday, we had cold rain all day. You know, I wanted to talk about growing disease-free tomatoes, and one of the tricks is to, to wait. I, I know everyone is so anxious to get stuff in, but we have another day, I think, coming up where nighttime temperatures are going to drop below 50, and when they drop below 50, that's not going to kill a tomato or a pepper plant, but it's going to make them pretty miserable. Uh, so I've been talking a lot about growing disease-free tomatoes, and the first thing is is waiting as long as you can to plant. What What's happening is that when it gets that cold rain like that, it's splashing up spores onto the bottom of a tomato plant. Those spores, if the uh, leaves stay wet, are working their way into the plant system, and then it's infected, but we don't know it. But it, it manifests itself for early blight in this thing called septoria leaf spot in end of June, early July. It gets hot, gets humid, and the bottom of the plant starts to turn yellow with brown spots, and that's where those spores first attached and work its way up the plant. It doesn't usually kill the plant, but it defoliates it and slows it down. And it drives people crazy. <laughs> and so early planting in cold rain is going to give you early blight and septoria leaf spot. So here's what I'm doing. I When I plant, I put mulch down right away. I like straw, but you could use whatever you want. Now, that might seem counterintuitive because, you know, you want warm soil, but I think it's a better choice to stop those spores from splashing up. I'm removing most of the bottom leaves so that we get, you know, 8, 10 inches between the spores and the, where the plant begins. Uh, you know, I'm giving them lots of air. You know, a lot of people like to plant on five-foot centers, believe it or not. If you've got a tomato jungle and one of those plants gets um, a fungal issue, it's going to spread to all the other tomatoes. Uh, but the, the main thing that I'm doing is I'm planting, you know, soon, but then I'm leaving room and planting later, all the way up to 4th of July. Now, you can't plant like a big beefsteak on 4th of July. There's not enough time to get the tomato by the end of the season. But 
an early girl, sun gold, Juliet, other cherry tomatoes, other early tomatoes, 4th of July, Stupici is an heirloom that's really quick. And so by choosing these fast maturing tomatoes, the later we go into the season, they're going to they're gonna do so much better. And I learned the lesson from a, a tomato called sun gold. And I told tell the story all the time. Uh, it's my wife's favorite tomato. It's a little orange cherry tomato that's sweet and wonderful. It does crack. Uh, that's just that's just a, a genetic thing. It does. You know, it rains hard, it cracks. But I had I had three in the garden, and I got them in early, and they they're forty seven days from transplant. And I had some big plants for out of the greenhouse, and I was ready to pick on like June fifteenth. And I was bragging about it. I worked at the PG at the time, bragging all about it. And I shouldn't have been bragging because there was a thunderstorm and a black cherry tree crushed all my all my sun golds. You would have thought a baby was trapped underneath there. I had my chainsaw out trying to get that off, but they were done. And I was taught you've got to put tomatoes in by, like now, to get tomatoes by the end of the season. But with sun gold, you know, it's much quicker and so I had three sun golds left in the greenhouse in six inches, six inch pots. They looked awful, but and I never planted at, as late as June fifteenth. I put them in June fifteenth, and they took off because the soil was warm, the air temperatures were warm, and all those tomatoes had the same weather from June fifteenth to the end of the season. But my May twentieth, May twenty fifth planting was succumbing to fungal diseases at the end of the season, but the other ones looked great. Those sun golds I put in on June 15th looked great. And so these later plantings rarely get the the fungal issues, but it's just, it's choosing the right tomato. We get into that June 15th all the way to July 4th. Nurseries are going to have these big plants that no one bought and no one's going to buy them except for gardeners like me that know I, you know, you look on the tag, you know, whatever it is, 60 days, 72 days until uh, fruition. And so then you know which ones you can get. And if it's a big plant, that's like, you know, two months old and it says 60 days, you could throw that in and you'll have tomatoes that are going to be healthy. The plant's going to be healthy and you're going to have them to pick all the way through the end of the end of the summer. Like the, the two that I'm giving away on June 4th at Sorgles, like Limbaugh Legacy Potato Top Tomato. You can't put that thing in. That has to go in now because it takes so long you know, to, to get a tomato, but it's worth the wait. And that's why you don't put in just, you know, people often ask me like, you say Limbaugh legacy is one of the best tasting tomatoes. Why don't you just grow that one only? Cause I want to pick, you know, early, I want to pick June 15, June 20, you know, July 4th, um, you know, and, and lots of growing lots of different tomatoes. Uh, they all react differently to diseases. And so mixing it up yesterday in, uh, in Indiana, I came. I picked up one from my friend Karen Eller. That place is called Planted Earth uh, Nurse Greenhouse. Actually, I said nursery. Planted Earth Greenhouse. Uh, it's called Chocolate Sprinkles. And again, you know, you go to a nursery, ask around. Ask, ask. You know, if you see Randy Sorgel, uh, you see one of the Janoskis, you see somebody that you know, or, or just anybody at the nursery. What what tomato do you like? What you know? What's one that's really quick? What's one that? Um, you know, that, that people are talking about and the, the people that work at the nursery just have so much information, you know, my whole life revolves around gardening, but I can learn a lot from the people that work at the nursery because they work with those plants every day. And, 
so if you if you wait a little bit to plant when things warm up you're going to be a little bit more successful everybody wants the first tomato of the season but just wait a little bit. All right. Hey, Larry and Marty are looking for hometown heroes. If you know someone doing extraordinary things in your community, we want to know about them. Nominations are now open at kdkradio.com. Larry and Marty's hometown heroes, 100.1 FM and AM 1020. Your calls next. Doug is back and so are the callers. So let's get right back to work and say hi to uh, Marge in the North Hills on KDK's Organic Garden with Doug Oster. Hey, Marge. Yes. How are you? Good. Uh, I want to know about spring flowers, and I can't remember the name of them. I got three or four of them here. They're bulbs. Can I preserve them and plant them for next year? Yes. Uh, you know. How do I do that? So you leave the foliage on them as soon as they're done blooming, which I'm assuming they're done blooming, and you you again just dig a planting hole, put them in. Now the daffodils are going to do better than tulips. Uh, so, it, but the, you don't have anything to lose. You put it in, yeah, but you... These are daffodils. These are all daffodils. Oh, well, you'll be fine then. Uh, just leave that foliage on there. Uh, that's what feeds the bulb. And give them a nice spot in the garden. You know, maybe add a little bit of compost. If you, you know, get a little bag of compost, dig it into the soil. Just, you know, gently remove them from the pot and put them into the garden. And eventually the foliage will fade away. And then next spring... Your daffodils will come up again, and probably every year after that. What do I? What if I want to keep them in the house? That's going to be tough, uh, be, because it's it's hard to store them that way, and then they're not going to bloom again without a cold treatment. They need that, you know, daffod like we put it in the refrigerator. I guess you could try that, uh, but they need like a a really cold, like freezing. They'd probably be better off in the winter to be like out in a garage or something like that. Okay. Uh, All right. That's uh, and I can't remember the exact term. Not stratification. It's vernalization. Uh, okay. They need that cold to bloom again. But it's going to be easier for you if you've got a spot, even if it's in a pot, to to plant them outside so that you don't have to worry about the storage requirements and everything. Once they get established somewhere out, outside. They'll come back year after year, okay? Okay, I got the spot outside. All okay. right, thanks for your call. All right, let's get to Larry. Larry in Munhall, you're on KDK. How you doing, Larry? Hi, I'm calling about the ice plant. Um, I don't know, what do you need to do to make them bloom? They need full sun. That's all, that that, that will make them bloom. Uh, they bloom pretty easily when they're in that full sun that's what they love. Uh, they're tough as nails, and get them outside, and they'll do their thing. Where do you have them that they're not blooming? Um, I just planted them about two weeks ago up uh, All right, just, side of the uh, driveway. Okay, just wait. As soon as things warm up, they're gonna they're gonna bloom like crazy, and you're gonna love them. So it's just about patience. They love the they love the heat of the summer and and full sun. They'll be fine. They'll bloom for you. Okay. All right, thank you. Thank you. You ever think, you're going to close it out here. we got about four minutes left, but you ever think about how many people listening to this show right now, and this is the first year that they're going to dive into gardening, and many of them will do it for the rest of their time on this earth. Well, I just, I, I can't tell you how much, I'm how excited I am to see so many people gardening and so interested in gardening. You know, I answer questions every day <laughs> online, uh, and it, it feels good to help. Uh, but the, the thing about this, especially if you're, you're just starting 
this is true for everybody. Don't get overwhelmed. This is supposed to be fun. <laughs> Gardening is supposed to be fun. And sometimes when you get started, you, you bite off more than you can chew. And uh, we've all done it. We've all done it where it's just like, oh, my gosh, I can't keep up. I can't, you know, it doesn't look the way I want it to look. And then you've got you to cut back a little bit. So don't get overwhelmed. Uh, I got lots of stuff going on. Um, I, I, my free online classes continue every Thursday, 5 o'clock. This week it's all about planting tender crops, tips and tricks to do that. Uh, I always have a trip going. You know, I'm, I'm, I travel all around the world taking gardeners to all sorts of cool places. And Tuscany is next in October. And there are about six seats left, two on the first trip, four on the second trip. And we just have a lot of fun when we travel, you know. Our last last trip to Portugal, we had a heck of a time with the flights. <laughs> it was no easy chore, but that's the way it goes sometimes. you got to roll with the punches. And, uh, again, just once you get done with you, once you get there, you got to forget about how hard it was to get there and then enjoy uh, everything that uh, that you see. And uh, this, we're in the start of the second season of my television show in Doug's Garden. It's every Saturday at 9 a.m. on CBS KDK streaming. But the next day, like today, I've got it up on my website. And uh, that show's got all sorts of cool stuff on it. And and number one question has been, what do I do with all these plants that took a beating in um, the winter, that December? Uh, you know, it just... I've never seen anything like it, you know, and so I got three different plants that I show in different stages of like, well, this one's okay, that one I'm going to have to do this, and this one I'm going to have to do that, and then I, you know, showing off my deer-resistant, uh, pretty and tough shrubs, low-maintenance, uh, self-sowing annuals, and then, like I said, Rob Crueljack from Davy Tree shows us all about pruning. Uh, this poor flowering crab apple, probably 10 years ago, uh, got nailed by a pine tree that fell and uh, the arborist at the time from Davy was like, well, I said, can't, is there any way to save it? And so it doesn't look stupid. And he said, well, let me make a couple cuts here and there. And it looks great, but again, it, it has grown into people space. And so there's people space and there's, there's plant space. And so you, you, you got to make a decision like, all right, I, I'm tired of ducking under this tree. And he just shows, like, I thought he was going to have to take off this big, the whole big branch, but he just kind of trimmed it back. And I, I always worry about, you know, where to trim it back so that it's the right spot. So, it, And so that's what he shows, basically. Lots, you know, lots of jobs you can be doing right now. Mulching is an important one, especially for tomatoes. You know, we talked about that for, as for disease resistance, but mulching for tomatoes and keeping that soil evenly moist is so important you've ever got blossom end rot before, and that's at the bottom of the tomato, it turns black, that's a, a, a watering issue. Even though it's a calcium deficiency, when a plant gets blossom end rot, that means that uh, there's always calcium in the soil. It's just without the water, the calcium can't get into the plant system. And we see that a lot in container tomatoes. And at my talk yesterday in Indiana, I talked a lot about growing container tomatoes. So big is better, always for your containers. More mass is better. Now I'm answering questions after the show. Uh, you can learn all about Tuscany and all Tuscany and everything else I'm talking about. And remember, organic gardeners, you make our world brighter and safer with each seed you sow and every garden you grow. Any truth that a slight drizzle actually helps fishing or no? Oh, definitely. 
Definitely. And I was fishing with some guys two weeks ago, and I missed the drizzle, and that's when all the fish were biting. So I, I caught a few fish, but they were like, hey, it went crazy when it started raining. So whenever you see a fish with an umbrella, that's the day you want to go to. That's the day to fish. <laughs> all right, sounds good. <laughs> the great Doug Oster, DougOster.com. Hey, Frank Dentisi is in the building. We're eating healthy today. That's coming up next on KDK. David Ballarato with the news at 8. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.